Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the No Anime, No Life podcast. And today I am joined by my friends over at the Anime Lately YouTube channel, Sam the Man Chan, the one and only legend, Miguel Para, and the game master himself, Ray Apollo. And we are here to talk about Dragon Ball Super Broly. Guys, this film was phenomenal. And um, I can't wait to talk to you guys about this movie. How are you guys doing today? Doing great. Um, saying amazing, sensational. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> satisfactory. Yeah. So this, I I was not I was not expecting what we got. Um, I'll be perfectly honest. Um, the tournament of power blew me away, and I I really didn't think we could get a better antagonist than Jiren. And we got it with Broly. It was incredible. Anything would have been better than Jiren. <clears throat> but Broly was incredible. <laughs> this, this, is, this is why I love Ray, because he gives the truth. And James- What's the hate on Jiren? No, no, <laughs> this was a brick that they threw at Goku. Hey, <laughs> this is a real strong brick. Go beat up that Saiyan. <laughs> James, I love you, man. But Tournament Power was a, it, it was a guilty pleasure. They had no consequences. That's why I'm like, um, okay. So, and that's fair. So I mean, we don't a, know that. We don't know that yet. For the time being, yes, there were none. But we don't know that for sure. That's a good point. Good we point, we don't point. know that yet. Good so, point, yeah. But it was uh, but anyway enjoyable. Broly, oh, man. <laughs> yes, James. I'm with you, James. I did not, like, I expected to go in and watching a Dragon Ball movie because I loved I just love Dragon Ball. It's hype. That's the hype anime. We know that. And I expected to go in and have a good time. But I did not go in. Like, I came out having had a great time and wanting more of the lore that they started to build, which I is a first for me for Dragon Ball. I was like, they have lore now. I need more of this. Please, please more. <laughs> and plus, yeah. and plus for the listeners that don't know, this, this is going to be a full spoiler review of the movie. So if you definitely have not watched it and you're a Dragon Ball or an anime fan, Definitely come back, watch the film first, then listen to this because we're gonna just gush out of full details and everything. Oh yeah, we are not holding anything back. So l- let's dive into the beginning of the movie. So I love the introduction of Frieza. This is a a young Frieza that we've never seen before, Ooh. introduced in a really cool way. I love how red his eyes are. Like he's so terrifying. Instantly in that moment, Question. I think his, whole, his entire skin was red. Question about that, yeah. Purple. Were you guys bothered that his skin went from uh, from pink to red? No, because it shows that no. they age. That's how they age. I know, uh-huh. but like because his dad is very purple. Yeah, I know. So. But I'm saying like, were you guys like surprised? I'm saying like shocked that like his skin did that because we were all used to the whole pink first. Now it's that. Well, I mean, I don't think we've ever seen him that young, so no, I wasn't surprised. Oh, okay. I, it was it was something new. Yeah, it was what it was. Uh, I don't think we've ever seen uh, Frieza this young in full color. Um, I was, I, I hate to use the word, but that was a perfect characterization of that character. That was perfect. I was like, wow, uh, this is the Frieza that we know and hate. <laughs> yeah. and, and plus more, more background of King Cole too. That was very interesting to have because King Cole, we only know him as his father. Not like we... We see him as a shadow. We don't know him more of how is he the father? How is he as some type some type of embodiment of how it weighs so much for Frieza? I don't really think that we got a whole lot of him. He was just kind of the 
All right. Because it was, I thought that that was one thing I thought was a little weird. He was like, hey, I'm here to tell you I quit. And my son, he's going to be in charge, but be careful. He's an asshole. <laughs> he's not important to he's this not, story, to the, the bigger, really the bigger picture. He's not important. Not important at all. Really, he's just Frieza's dad. That is literally why he's there. He is Frieza's dad, and that's it. Well, uh, well, you just said that we didn't know that he quit his father. We thought that he just had. We just thought that Frieza had his own department. We didn't know that Frieza technically really took over the whole freaking force. I didn't know that. I probably forgot about that then. But I did not see that coming. That's why I really was shocked about. It. But, but that part was interesting for me. I mean, it was a very easy way to explain it. Yeah, simple, super, simple, super. Yeah. And I was like, "Well, okay, that explains that." Here we go. <laughs> yeah. So that was for people who don't know, because not everybody who went to see this movie knows all the lore. Uh, and so th- that was a pretty sped up way of explaining how things got to where they were. I thought they did a really good job overall of explaining kind of some of the Dragon Ball history up to where we are now. Uh, yeah, they it's still a, a movie, so you have to right. you you have to pack it in. So right, and they I thought they did an all right job. Like they still spent I I think they spent just a little bit too much time, kind of trying to explain some things. They kind of got hung up, but they had a lot of characters to kind of build up and explain, mm-hmm. uh, and let you know where they were when things were happening. So I was like, okay, I get this. This this is working out. Uh, it's just that led to the end of the movie feeling kind of like all right, big 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 bang here. And, you know, I'm like, all right, I, I get it. They only, they only had so much time. And I feel like they did just enough of what they had, which is why I'm so excited. And still, I had such a good time. <laughs> what did you guys think of the introduction of Broly? Uh, like him. Yeah, the very the very first time that we see him uh, in the chamber with, with Vegeta. That's what, that's what I was about to ask you in the chamber was because I just talking about him in the planet. But him in the chambers, like the first, I, what's the first whole first act like? The first thirty minutes, right? Well, the first time we see them is when uh, King Vegeta goes to check on the kids. He yeah. goes to check on Prince Vegeta. So yeah, essentially. because and then the whole first act really shocked me of how long it was. Like the whole Planet Vegeta, the whole Brawly thing of him Brawly leaving, being exiled. It shocked me of how long um, of how long it was because I didn't expect that. Because that's never been some type of Dragon Ball movie to do so much exposition. That's not. It's unlike Dragon Ball, so, period, like, to do so much world building. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but in a good way. Yeah, in a good way. Because usually it starts with Goku and Vegeta training. Somehow they're training in the beginning, and I love that of how it was just exposition, exposition, and I love that because Dragon Ball is not known for that, and that's so, beautiful. Yes, they started with story. That's what they did, and it was great. I, I I really enjoy getting to see Planet Vegeta because we don't ever really get to see that much of Planet Vegeta. We got to see different parts of Planet Vegeta, and I was like, "This is this is great." Yeah. We've uh, never seen Goku's mom. Exactly. And that I was like, I was like telling him, I was like, "Oh my god, we've never seen her before." And she's like, "I don't know what the hell you're talking about," but okay. But I'm like, "We've never seen his mom before," and I was like, "Wow, uh, she looked a lot like uh, the Saiyans that we saw in Tournament of Power." <laughs> yeah. That's kind of yeah, true. kind of yeah. Uh, she looks like, a lot fair. like a universe six saying. So I was like, that's interesting, but all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I mean, you can't really blame Frieza as much as I hate him. You can't blame him for wanting to wipe out all of the Saiyans. Because I mean, if if Vegeta and Goku were on that planet, like he would have no threats 
and he would have been able to conquer the entire universe without any issues. This is like, so when you think about it, Frieza is justified in what he's doing. As I would say I justified because that's still yeah. just for his but for his <laughs> own for his own motives. He's he's justified. I mean, like his own motive was based on the legendary of a fairy tale that the Saiyans used. Well, to I'm, I'm but sure it's, it was it's, it wasn't it was true so, though. No, nobody thought, knew it was going to come true or how you know, it. I thought, that he had the, I thought he had the vision like Beerus does though, and that's why it felt more real to him. I, I was pretty sure that, Visa, that Frieza had the vision. He had the vision of the legendary Super Saiyan and then the myth of the Super Saiyan God. Um, and that's why he was so freaked out. I like that name drop too, where they talk about the legends of the legendary uh-huh. Super Saiyan and the Super Saiyan God. Uh-huh. I'm like, yes, yes. I was like, this, that, I'm like, y'all understand. Like, that was the one key thing about this. They did not leave anything out. There were so many things that they could have left out that would have just been weird potholes. I feel like they did such a good job of tying the entire story thus far together. Yeah. To, um, to take a word from Bardock, he knew what was going to happen. And the only one that knew what was going to be destruction because he sensed it and he knew cloning every single Saiyan to the planet and Frieza being above us. The only thing that uh, the only thing I dislike about the whole first act or um, whole section of the King Vegeta um, first part of the movie, why was Bardock the only one using, using the Kamehameha wave against that big astro and nobody was backing him up that's the one part i didn't like there wasn't a comment on my heart but i'll let you have this he shot something i agree though i, I, I mean, was like so no yes. one's gonna help him like well, planet's it's about to be destroyed well i mean because you heard what freezer said the best time to put a beast down is when it's sleeping they mm-hmm. were all nowhere near paying attention it was nighttime um like there was they had no idea what was going on. Bardock had an idea though, so that he wanted to be. He remember he took a small group, uh, crew up to like space to try and confront Frieza, which they skipped. Yeah. They did skip that. They changed that. Yeah, uh, they, but I was going to say was, yeah, you can still it. see that they were up there. But yeah, had they? I don't. And if you if we think about it, Bardock was an exceptional low level warrior. Nobody there weren't that many people that were as strong as him. No, and yeah. So, that's why I feel like he was one of the only ones who's even willing to try and fight back because he was, he was one of the only ones that could. He was respected yeah. on the block. Everybody respected Bardock throughout the whole neighborhood. Yeah, everybody knew him. Yeah. And, you know, walk through the deli and be like, yo, Bardock was good. Everybody gave him the dab. Everybody gave him the nod and everything. It literally felt like that type of neighborhood for him. But yeah, thinking about going back to why was he the only one that fought? Think about the way that Saiyans fought. They fought as foot soldiers with guns and weapons. Yeah. And then when they needed to, as giant apes. Yes. So he was an exception, I think, to you know fighters and what he could do. So I feel like that's why he was one of the only ones that was fighting. And yeah, it would that, but that made it sadder to me. Uh, like that Agreed. he was the that's- only one who could stand up, but still was destroyed in the face of Frieza. Like, he golly. was the first person to get destroyed because he put mm-hmm. himself in the front line in the front of mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. It, just, it was tough know, to watch, man. It, it was because I knew, and you know, we all knew that it was going to happen because we're fans. We've been there. We've, we've seen it before. But this time, it sucked that much more. I've seen that so many times. And this time, I was like, well, damn. It's because uh, we suck. care for the character now. We- well, they gave him a character. Yeah. It wasn't just Goku's dad. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was oh. Goku's it was Goku's mom, they put dead, the, the neighborhood. On the, they put the hand on the ship, and what Sam told me, Sam said that it was a Clark Kent thing. Yeah, that was that was very it much was completely yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I love I love the way that they explain like why why didn't they just go with him? You know, because mm-hmm. 
they could use the scouters and they would be able to find them. They won't be able to find him. So it, mm-hmm. that made sense to me. Unlike yeah. Superman, which I think they should have left, but that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> also, <laughs> but, um, go ahead, James. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to bring up a really uh, great line that Bardock said, like, for once in my life, I don't want to destroy anything. Let me, for one thing, save something. That was beautiful. Life. That was beautiful. I love it. Man. Thank it you for bringing that up. Out. Yeah. I was, re- I, it just, like I said, one, one, one more thing to add to that character that they were building for his dad. I was, I was, I'm just really, I was really proud of him. I was like, we've come so far. <laughs> yeah. Like we did. And like, my brother knows it. Sam knows it. I'm not a diehard fan of Dragon Ball for the nostalgic nothing. I'm, I didn't grow up with it. I grew up with more the reruns of Dragon Ball Z and the GT. And I'm more of the fan of the series overall, but I'm more a fan of the small little things I like of the overall series. I'm not a big fan of overall. Seeing those characters that I actually like, Bardock, the tail stuff, the ape stuff, the GT stuff, Super Saiyan 4, right? So those we'll get there. Don't nobody care about Super Saiyan 4. Whatever. It was dope, dude. Care. We'll get there. I care. We'll get We're there. We're about to get there. And Ray, you're three against one right now. So we'll get there. It's, listen, I'm not trapped in here with you. You're trapped in here with me. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say, Roshak. <laughs> right? Uh, but um um so I love I love the moment where so bef- before I talk about um King Vegeta, right? So they changed his design they from how he previously design. looked. They made they made him look so much more like Vegeta. Yeah, uh, I which I appreciate. Um, yeah, good. But they made him such a cowardly king. He used yes. to be so prideful. It was mm-hmm. so weird to see that backwards, but it worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, it worked for like what it. they were trying to do. I mean, like he it. was kind of cowardly before. I mean, back in Dragon Ball Super. Not, oh no, not as for, not as cowardly Beerus? as that. For Beerus? For Beerus? He was cowardly for Beerus. Uh, because Beerus is a god of destruction. Everybody cowers against him. Um, where <laughs> is dumb. Goku? Goku don't cower against. Because uh... Goku's an idiot, and we all know this. Yes, and Vegeta but, says it a uh, lot. Like <laughs> <laughs> because he is an idiot. He's, he's so an absolute. Stupid. He almost got the universe erased because he's an idiot. Exactly. So, <laughs> ask the word. What is repugnant? <laughs> he acts in front of everybody. What's the word repugnant? Uh, but I mean, have to define you, it for him. <laughs> you have to. You have to give King Vegeta his props, right? I mean, yes, he was technically scared of Broly, mm-hmm. but I also think he was justified in his decision. He could see he well, he that was this right. kid was gr- would grow up to be a force that will destroy the universe. He was right, and he was right to he a point. He was right. he was right, but he was also jealous that Very. this kid was stronger than his kid. Yeah, uh, you know, this is the prince of all Saiyans. How yeah. this how this kid gonna be stronger than my kid? Yeah, right. Get your ass off my planet. <laughs> I, I love seeing kid Vegeta. I love seeing kid yeah. Raditz. But they were. Really Napa with hair. I'm like, what is going? <laughs> that was such hilarious. A, that was such a weird scene for me though, because like, they didn't give a shit. Yeah, like, they were. They were like, by the way, everybody's dead but us. Yeah. Oh, well, that sucks, I guess. But they're wow. warriors. They are <laughs> sent to different planets as kids. Which if I you don't, was sur- if you don't survive, then that's just the way it is. Um, Goku's mom said it. They don't expect people to come back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's it's just a part of the job. Oh, I just thought that was crazy. I'm like, that's the part I love about Raleigh, though. He went over there, 
to that planet and still survive, even with his father, not that he survived and did the best he could. He destroyed those um those creatures, monsters, and were in a cave, and that was amazing. And what made me care for him was when he told the girl what that fur meant for him. That was beautiful. Yeah, it made me not emotional, but made me sympathetic. It made me feel, damn, my dude, you went through shit. Human. Oh no, I was sympathetic way before them. Like just that. The- when his dad hit that shot collar the first time, because, you know, the way he explained right. it. Remember how he explained it to Frieza? Oh, just a simple jolt. It'll let me get back control of him. And then he did it. And I'm like, dude, that's like a, a lightning bolt. Literally. I'm yeah. like, you're frying your son. That's not just a simple jolt. I was like, oh, no. And so one thing <laughs> and so one thing that old Broly does that um, I wish they kept in this movie was the fact that Broly broke out of his father's control on his own. Mm-hmm. Every his own overwhelming power destroyed the chain. It destroyed the remote. I wish it did the same thing, but it was fine. It didn't bug me. I did. I am now that you say that, that. I do wish that that had happened. But, but at the, at the same time, I like what they did with Brawley because I I like they have made this joke over the years that the Saiyans are like the black people. In this movie. They really push it to say the slaves part and everything. They really. I mean, they, they've always done this though. Like, it's, it has yeah. always been this way. And it just uh, like no, but like seeing it in the movie, seeing it in the IMAX theater, seeing it, hearing it, it made me come to realization. Like, damn, Akira Toriyama and them—they really bring in the Saiyans as a personification of what the black people are in the slaves thing. Because seeing, Bobby, I mean, anyone who's been oppressed, really, like yes, not really. that too, but this seeing that dictator, yeah, seeing that electrocution and seeing him how he don't know how to speak well in a good pattern because all he has been to do is train as a warrior by his father just to take revenge against the Saiyans and then the population. That's just insane. So mm-hmm. that dynamic actually made me think of Creed too. Like Ivan Drago mm. brought up his son mm. from the moment he was born to be a fighter to take down Adonis Creed, the son of Creed. You know what I mean? Like, it's this film has so many good story beats, and it we does. were talking about this before the podcast. But Miguel, that guy that was saying it didn't have any plot, like I, I don't get that at all, man. It had it had several plots. I mean, they had several characters. The fact that they gave Broly a supporting cast. Yeah, Broly. Broly got a supporting cast. He did, an old that man, blew my mind. An old man and a girl who some people, aka King of Lightning, and his friends on Twitter said that she has a fat ass. I'm like, wait, what are you guys saying? Because I didn't see a fat cake. I just saw a small green cake. It ain't no Elastigirl, so it ain't no cake. So get up out of here, <laughs> right? Anyway, it didn't uh, even have a, She didn't even have a like. Big I was, it was like I a was, nice like small cup. That's really it. Like, like there was nothing really much attractive. All she had was a small chest, a nice chest, or a nice chest, and a nice personality. That's all she got for them. But speaking of her nice personality, yes, that is why I am, I'm very interested into, like, how they built that relationship with Broly. She saw that Broly was basically being tortured and only being used, and she was like, uh-uh, that's not okay. I don't like that. And I'm glad that this character decided to that they wanted to help Broly. They they knew what he was and what he was they were gonna do with him. And they were like, he gonna go out there and get his ass beat, but it's not his fault. <laughs> so I want to help him. <laughs> One more resemblance that Sam mentioned to me that I just remember that Broly is like Tarzan and that girl is like uh is like Jane Jane. So that's what also is kind of, hey, it's not my reference. It's Sam reference. I'm just 
I feel kind of. I mean, I can I can see it, but I don't really want to draw that. That I don't really want to draw that. Connection. But the thing was that Raleigh was able to make complete sentences. It it might not be like like fully there grammatically, but he made full sentences. Yeah, Broly could talk. He could hold a conversation. Which is more what we can say about the old Broly in the old movies. Old Broly Broly didn't (laughs) talk. He he, he only yelled. He was a mindless drone. Exactly. He was a a mindless brute that only had one goal, and that was to kill the baby that made him mad, and that was stupid and shallow. Uh, But in this case, that that wasn't the case at all. He was he was used and abused and had no other means of connection to anybody or well he did have a connection to one thing but then his dad ruined that yeah. his dad was terrible <laughs> yeah. uh that story was that story was really sad he was basically brother was like I had a friend and then my dad shot him and then we weren't friends no more wow that's shitty <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's kind of like it's kind of like you playing with a nice teddy bear when you're a kid and then your father wants you to stop playing with teddy bear and go and study and play with the books and your dad just breaks the teddy bear breaks your apart and throws it in the garbage you'll be like that's my only friend though uh, man but I the whole planet thing was that one was weird the the exile planet I, I get it because I was like well how are they going to survive on this planet because I that I didn't understand because uh, those things seem real weird. I don't know what the heck they're called. I'm, I'm sure they'll have a real name somewhere at some point, but those giant planet X bugs. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, like, yeah. What the heck are these things? X-bugs. Uh, I thought that was gross. That whole planet, well, I, I guess it was fitting for what they were. Something like, that... For their personality, for his dad's personality, I feel like it was fitting. Yeah. It, it, it made, it was a good connection. I was like, ugh, this place is gross and terrible. Something that, How could you raise a kid there? Something that I want to add that we haven't touched on yet is the transitions and flashbacks that really are magnificent when, with all the transitions that uh, Frieza, Goku, and uh, Vegeta talk about with all that they've been through, the Frieza fight on Namek, the Cell, the Majin Buu, and everything. I didn't expect for them to do this. Like, this felt like a some type of a 20-year, some type of anniversary film. For them to do this, all this flashback in this film, and the way Frieza kills Paragasus, just because he remembered, wait a minute, when I kill Krillin, Goku went berserk. So if I kill Paragasus, I'm going to have Broly go berserk. You know what? Uh, I'm going to kill you, and then do a whole drama queen scene against Broly saying, Frieza! And that was so anime, but it was great. Yeah, it, was <laughs> it, it worked. Like it worked pure, really well for me. It felt like a uh, pure meta fourth wall breaking when he. Did they that. know. They know what they're doing. I was so. I was like, well, yep, that's how that's gonna work. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that they gave Frieza some humor. Like, they um, did. oh, they have to. Yeah, they, back to back to the beginning. It was really interesting. Like, oh, Frieza wants the Dragon Balls to grow five centimeters. Like, I laughed so hard. I was like, oh my god, they they drew this weird connection of like how their personalities are between Bulma and Frieza. I was yeah. like, they're, they're both so shallow. That was oh so my funny. god, it was great. I loved it. But I was like, holy shit! Like, this they could get he, along actually because those... he really wanted the Dragon Balls because he wanted to look taller, five centimeters, and he said this. He said the same thing Boma said. If I grew more, people will notice it. So, yeah. Boma, <laughs> I like, want people to think I'm still growing. <laughs> I'm still growing. I'm like, wait, so what? It sounds so, so type of teenager, good. but you have to realize that he's still some type of same age as Goku. They both have that guilty, shallow pride thing. They're still growing. 
And Frieza just acts like an adult is because he has an army. But in reality, he's still acting like a kid inside. I wouldn't say that at all. I don't know uh, about that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say that. It's just I feel like he Frieza is this character that they have this freedom with. We know how evil he is, but he's so evil that he can also kind of, he can also play the the funny part sometimes because he's so evil and what they've been through and they have a history. We have a history with Frieza, and so we understand that that he's not the main bad guy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but true. they. At the end of this, they made sure to know that Frieza will be the overall bad guy, like looming. And I love, I love forward. that because Frieza to this day is still my favorite villain. He's I one will, of the best. I will always say that Frieza has had the biggest impact on all of the characters on this show. Um, Frieza destroyed planet Vegeta. Frieza killed <laughs> the people on Namek. Mm-hmm. Killed Krillin. Like there's, there's so much stuff. Yeah, there's so much stuff that Frieza does that really brings all of Dragon Ball together. Like Cell was great, but I don't feel like people remember Cell, and I don't think that Cell impacted them the way that Frieza did over oh, no. all oh, of no. Dragon Ball. Cell used to be my favorite villain. Used to be. But seeing that they keep bringing Frieza back and making him a better character, adding character development, adding more depths into it. He was before a one-dimensional character, but after a mm-hmm. while, the more and more you kept bringing him back and talking about him, he became a three-dimensional, five-dimensional. There's more layers and layers of him where at the end of the movies, Gogeta grabbed him and said, don't do it. They said, okay, power down and left. I'll be back for this earth. And you well. He also ain't stand a snowball's chance of hell against Gogeta. Yeah, so I'm gonna listen to Gogeta too. <laughs> yeah, Frieza's Frieza is smart. He's not Frieza dumb. Ain't dumb. Yeah, he ain't dumb. Like he's he's oh man. But yes. but we'll we'll get there. I I do want to jump into I do want to jump into the beginning of the fight though. So oh Bulma, Goku, Frieza. Well, no, Bulma, Goku, and Vegeta are looking for that seventh Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. And um, Broly and Frieza all show up. And the fight begins. Question though, question though, did they, they really need coats? Did they really need to stop by and get coats? They're saying I mean, they don't get they coats. They still have skin. They get coats sometimes. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, they get warm up with fighting. It, <laughs> it shows you that Bulma still cares about them, even if they don't really need it. She's like, y'all better put on these coats. It's cold outside the because only she's 100 bundled up. She's got on like yeah. a spacesuit. It's hilarious. The only <laughs> coat. The only reason they made those coats because. Chris Sabat wanted his name on it, even though he didn't get his full name. He only got Sab. Yeah. I, don't think, I think that was just an homage to him. That was yeah. it was really no, cool. He and did now I want one. He did ask Toy Animation in Japan. Um for this coach, can I have my name on it? But they messed up. Instead of writing Sabit, digital Sab. I'm sure Sab fit better than Sabbath. So that's <laughs> I I get it. I understand. I uh, but I thought they looked cool and I'm I hope they'll probably sell those jackets too. That's another reason why they had this. Oh, I was <laughs> just gonna say it's merchandise. All merchandise. Yeah, exactly. Uh but no, I thought it was cool. It was a different look. Like they had to give them a different look for the movie. They always give them some sort of different look. And these jackets were a part of that different look. But speaking of the looks, when that fight started, was amazing. This looked incredible. The animation, like, this animation is, is so good. <laughs> It was so good. Very colorful. I love the colorful, oh. the art style. It really, it's a lot of different they colors. They chose great color. Whoever was the animation team, even though animation in some in some scenes were not there, but overall it was there because they put animation to the great breaking fall. The dimension was the, my favorite scene. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that that one was a little weird. And they'll have to explain that more later. No, I I have some that. thoughts about that. Uh, we'll, yes, we'll we'll get, we'll get to that. But I so think my you know, part from that was that Vegeta actually won against Broly in that first round. So that's what I want to get to first. So like when they land, all right, Freeza's like, "Hey, show me what your boy can do," and he's like, "All right, Broly, go fight him." And he's like, "Ah, Vegeta, I'm gonna get my revenge." And you know, Vegeta's like, "All right, kid, you want you want to come at the champ?" Here we go. <laughs> yeah, it's not my fight, but if it's you want to exactly. go. He's like, because, like, he's telling him, he's like, oh, yeah, this is King Vegeta's son. And Vegeta's like, I don't give a shit. That's been done for years. I wasn't even there, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so he's like, problem. okay, if you want to fight, we'll fight, I guess. Uh, and does Vegeta work this man? Like, right? Vegeta has fought so many powerful people, so many, di- like, uh, Vegeta finessed this dude. Broly's yeah. like, all right, I'm going to whoop on him. And he, Vegeta's finessing him. He, he, like, fade after fade. Vegeta just, like, having a good time. The trans- But Vegeta, Vegeta recognized oh, he knew. skill. The he fact did. that he, he was really actually fighting throughout yes. the whole thing. Yeah. And, that, and that, I think that they kept that from Super. They know that Vegeta's the smarter fighter. He is. Definitely and he noticed that. He noticed the technique. He noticed that this this dude was obviously getting better as they were fighting. Because I'm like, he mm-hmm. also he, but he did not realize that when they, he, that was his high, like that was his mistake when they were fighting Goku Black initially. And yeah. I think he learned from that. Which that was the only one they didn't reference, by the way. If you think about everything they showed, um, so they did not show Zamasu and Goku Black at all. They did, um, right? <laughs> they showed everybody else but them. So uh, I thought that was interesting. We'll talk about that too. Uh, but yeah. Vegeta, his transformations were actually godlike. When he turns Super oh. Saiyan God, dude, my God. jaw was on the floor. I'm like, our, our the theater fire. erupted Mine in too. applause and yelling, and I was like, my oh, yes! God, <laughs> it was so good. And I was like, you know what? Like that just proves to me that Vegeta is just—he is the hard worker because that power was given to Goku. Vegeta earn that shit <laughs> he figured out yeah. how to make these levels work and golly man that's he... a really good point man because in the Frieza saga Goku Krillin had to die for Goku to turn Super mm-hmm. Saiyan the first time mm-hmm. you know what I mean every transformation that Goku has it's a matter of circumstance with Vegeta except, besides except, besides in Super except Super Saiyan 3 he actually worked for that one well I mean we never yeah. see him well, we know that Super well, well, Super Saiyan three is the, it's it's uh it's an imperfect transformation. That's why he doesn't use it very often. Uh, it's, yeah. It it does the job, but it's not a very it's not a good transformation. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. why they don't use it. Uh, they know that that Super Saiyan three literally kills you, so that's why nobody uses it. <laughs> yeah, but I I just thought it was crazy that Broly in his base form was, was taken on God level. Yeah, I'm like what? And Goku was also. <laughs> that's when Goku was like, hold up. Wait a minute. Yeah. This man is fighting. Let me get some. I want a piece of this. And then he got the Briggs beat off. He got <laughs> fucked up, dude. He got say, fucked he up. He got that Loki treatment. <laughs> you stole yeah, my exactly. line. Sam, you stole it. Hey, I it said was that worse than Loki. That was worse. Oh, yeah. That's just much worse. But he got his ass. Boom, I was like, okay, boom, Goku. I'm like, oh, yeah, Goku's about to fight. He got all stretched and limbered up. And he's like, all right, we going to fight. Two minutes later, uh, Piccolo call it. Hey, you all right, man? <laughs> right? I Yo, see you getting your ass whooped. <laughs> when, when can Piccolo telepath? Since when? I was like, I was like hold, hold up. Was that's, like, always been a, that's always been a Piccolo thing. I know, yeah. but it's just. 
I was like, just to see him actually do it, like, your brother, you're good, boy. You're good. No, he's been, like, he's literally been doing this forever. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I, I want to help, but I know I would just get in the way. I'm glad he recognized. Well, no, he knew. He was like, hey, if I show up there, this dude going to kill me, and that ain't going to be good for nobody. So I'm not going to shoot And also the thing is that, remember, remember, Piccolo cannot leave. Remember, he's a, he's a stepfather of Gohan. He can't leave. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Gohan's a grown ass man with a kid. He he got his own stuff to do. Where Gohan go at? Where <laughs> Gohan at? Because he was in here once. Gohan, no, he ain't useful in this situation no more. I'll be honest, I didn't miss him at all. Yeah, me either. He, me either. he wasn't. He he would not have added anything to this. He has become such a useless character. They I did just, that. On, I, they did that on purpose. What, they threw Gohan out of his own show. What's that? Trunks and Gohan was oh, sorry. Trunks and Goten was more in this movie than Gohan. Yeah, they're more useful. <laughs> well, they're more saying like than he will ever be. So. True. Whatever. Well, uh, by the way, true. I flipped out when I was like, oh, Bowman's just going to answer her Apple Watch. And then she had a flip watch. And I'm like, why does this watch flip? <laughs> yo, I was like, like, yo, Japan, are you trying to foreshadow what's your next Apple Watch right now? Uh, like this, the Apple Watch that flips up into a smaller phone. I was, like, I was like, yo, Japan, are, are you trying to foreshadow what's your next series in the next five years or something? Because if this is the case, I'm saving my money right now. So I got to ask y'all something though. Um, there was a point where when Goku decided to go Super Saiyan God Super Saiyan, mm-hmm. that the animation style changed uh, drastically. Yeah. Yes. Was that was that jarring to you at all? It, it was more me. of the three D style. I loved it. Um, this I, was I the only. T- this was the first. Like they've been trying to perfect this for a while, and this is the first time that for me it worked. It looks it was, good. It was brilliant. It looks so good. I was actually like, this is the first, like, cause they tried it in um, Resurrection F. Mm-hmm. They did. I remember. And it didn't look so hot then, but now they've got it figured out. Really it looks so much better. It was beautiful. I didn't like that they added the white part cause people first thought that the white part was going to be ultra instinct. Well, that's the point. Yeah. They, they want you to know that he's learned. He, he, he did ultra instinct. He knows that he's trying to achieve that again. And through this understanding of what he thinks he understands, there was a small flicker of ultra instinct power there yeah. because Goku, his body remembers that power. Yeah. Yeah. And that's I, why that transformation I'm, was incredible. He it was got a, the, it was so the good. green, the green that Broly emits, the yeah. yellow, the blue, the white, and the red. Came, you said and the red. It, it yep. all comes through in this incredible transformation. That is the best I've ever seen in Dragon Ball, period. It's It was, yes, 100% agree with you on that. Since you said that part, I actually want to bring in the part where the moment when Goku went Super Saiyan God, his red mode, he actually literally used his red glow or something to stop Broly. I was about to say that. that yeah, was sick. Damn. That's a new, new technique, technique that we've never seen. Damn, stop taking my that's, that's a new technique that they foreshadowed forever. I don't know if you remember the intro to Dragon Ball Super. Yeah. It was a technique that was, it's a part of the training that they don't ever show Goku doing, but he's been training how to more like focus and actually use his key. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this was the actual usage of that technique. We don't. I don't know the name of it yet. Somebody has the name of it somewhere. It what was really cool was the fact that Broly turned the tables on him and used it because he was I'm learning. Like, he was learning as they what? were doing it. He was like, "Oh, okay, I think I can do that too." And then he did it. Yo, uh, yeah, but that, yo, <laughs> that continued reading my mind because that's the next thing I was gonna bring up. And like James just, I'm like, yeah, uh, um, Broly just used the reverse key, and I felt like not. A key, but for like a force, like the way he just put 
the whole aurora around him and knew how to control it. And the way Bloody was staring at him and just learning how to do it while staring at his hands, I was like, he's literally learning on the spot. And that's what Saiyans are. They learn after each time they lose. But instead, Bradley learns each time he why he fights, and that's what I love it's about like it. With every well, punch he's learning. His his dad told you what was up, and that was the, that was the thing that you guys got really excited about is that you know he's he's in ape form personified. He, he, he managed he managed yeah, to figure is, that out, dude. I lost my mind. I was like, it took me a couple of seconds for it to click. I'm like, wait. That's essentially what Super Saiyan 4 is. Except without the whole front it's, body. It's using the ape form in your normal form, but keeping the same power and the same speed. And Broly can do it. I'm like, yes, so, we get Gogeta, we get Super Saiyan 4. Like, uh, so ugh. what you get now is that's what I'm going to call for, henceforth. That's a legendary Super Saiyan mode. So, I, think, Saiyan so, I think Super Saiyan 4, Super Saiyan 4 is dead. It's legendary Super Saiyan mode. That's what that is. Like that is hundred percent legendary Super Saiyan. But is that something that I would love to know what they're actually gonna call it? Yeah, same. But I think it's legendary Super Saiyan form. I don't know. That's what I think that. But I like the name though. But one thing I want to ask you guys: with the animation, with what Ray said, that being so on fleek with all the redness and everything. Don't use that word ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, the animation being on peak. (laughs) Didn't help. Mm -mm. Being on so fly. Of how it was. <laughs> Are you making, you making fun of my age? Like that? Wow, I'm offended now. <laughs> All right. Move on. What's going on? Were you, were you bothered with the whole Iceland of Antarctic, um, the whole Iceland going from to Iceland to volcano and then breaking the whole dimension, then being back on Iceland? Were you bothered by that? So, so if, if, if you don't mind, if I, if I take this. That. Let's talk about this part first. I know Jay's bringing it up. I want to talk about so, it. So I thought that was really cool. So you, they're pretty much going from the surface to the center of the earth yes. Yes, and then back up again. Mm-hmm. Their two attacks clashing against each other pretty much ripped a hole in space time, dude. So I was, I was, I was saying, yeah, I was, cause people were like, oh, they busted the dimension. I was like, no, that's broke through the they fabric of reality. Yes, exactly. <laughs> cause Gogeta is, Gogeta makes a comment. I was like, yes, this is perfect. Like he literally commented on it, like, wait, what the hell? And he was like, well, can't really think about it right now. Just got to fight, you know? <laughs> For me, what I told Sam, I thought they broke the dimension because what Burris and his brother said, when two gods of destruction fight, they break the dimension. So that's what it felt to me that they used that same reference. I could be wrong, right? I could be wrong. But from what that reference said by uh, by Beerus and them and Wiz, I felt like the two powerful Brawley and uh, Gogeta breaking the dimension. It could be, like James said, breaking the time barrier. could be I either mean, one. We're pretty much saying the same thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like... Mm-hmm. Breaking being outside of time and space is technically another plane of existence. It's a, it's a different, yeah, it's a different it's dimension. A dimension. It's yeah, a pocket so it, dimension. It's it's the same. It's essentially the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think they did any damage to the actual dimension. I see what you're yeah, trying yeah, to say. Yeah. I see what you're saying, Miguel. But yeah, I don't think it was any like I think that they did some damage to the time stream uh, with that fight. And I think that's what they're going to try and tie in the time patrol. Uh, and so that is, that is going to be interesting for the next arc of Super to see yeah. what the ramifications mm-hmm. of what they did are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you know this is going to be like the first what two seasons of Super. When it comes, we move on, right? Let's talk about the the Piccolo training them how to fuse. Oh, like, my God. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Before we get to that part, 
I want to get yeah. to the part of how Goku and Vegeta escape from Broly. Yes, <laughs> right. Let me say it. Do oh, not yes. take my do not take my thunder. I don't know. Alright, it's all yours. All yours. All yours. I love how Vegeta and Goku is getting an ass kick, and then Goku knew what to do. And like, you know what, Vegeta, come with me. Literally said, "Hey, Frieza, tag your turn," and literally disappeared for one hour. Frieza got one hour because they messed up. It was like an hour. Yeah, yeah, it was an hour. One hour because they messed up the fusion twice. Yeah, thirty minutes each. And Vegeta, sorry, Frieza was getting his ass kicked. Had to go golden. Still was getting his ass kicked. Pure (laughs) gold. For an hour. I loved it. I was like, hour. you deserve this. You <laughs> oh, deserve yeah. this. The whole earth. My theater, my theater was losing their oh minds, God, dude. Everybody, getting fucked up. The whole so earth could have been destroyed while the hour uh, of them. That's finished. a good point. I was loving really it, though, because Pico was just there. Like, I have to teach this idiot. I had to do a freaking fusion dance. Idiot. And I love how detailed was the 45... 60 degree angle, the fingers. It had to be perfect. Yeah, because it has to be perfect. It has to be perfect. It and I love the callbacks to, to Gotenks. Like yes. the first time they tried it, they, yes. they got really fat. fat first yeah. time they tried it, they got really skinny and old. Mm-hmm. Like so good. Cool. I'm like, those are the those are mistakes thing. that you can make with that. Like it's it is it's a real thing. And I'm glad they brought that back because not a lot of people know that. They don't. Um and I I loved it. I thought it was good because I remember learning I learned about that first in uh, Dragon Ball Tenkaichi three. Cause you could do the you could do the fusion dance wrong in the game, and you were stuck with the bad fusion if you messed it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was great, it's so good. I also like that they kept that how Vegeta really hate doing the fusion dance and everything. You actually see him doing a dance pose. But, yeah, <laughs> like I, like it was still kind of reminiscent of like they were like we know that you've danced before. It's like but you know that you hate it. <laughs> like yeah. I'm glad I was like yes. I, you know that you hate it, but I'm glad that they were like he's gonna do it. I'd rather let Broly kill me. I love how he blushed, though. I love how he blushed, because he's like, I'd rather die before I do this dance. But then Goku said, how about your wife, Boma? How about your daughter? How about Trunks? And mm-hmm. He's like... He didn't mention Trunks. It didn't even matter. He did. I know. <laughs> but, he said, but he said his daughter. That's what he cared the most. And your like, precious Boma, yeah. Like, I love that he said you know your what, precious Boma. I love that he said it like that. Exactly. <laughs> Because Bulma is very precious to him, and we know that. And I'm glad they keep building on that relationship. And Goku, Vegeta is becoming a better character with every single episode that I see him in. Seriously, is and I'm so happy because he's a really good character. He's a really. They they realized, oh, we have something special here, and they finally started to build on that character. Uh, Because people really wanted him to be a bad guy again, and I'm like, Vegeta can't be a bad guy no more. He has two. He has a fatherhood. He has a brother. Although it, right. we did see his, uh, his ruthlessness was still there for a split second when he fucked up Broly right there. They're oh, like, yeah. hey, yeah, he's going to kill him. And, and Vegeta was like, nah, man, this this dude ain't no good. And so <laughs> I was like, see, I'm but Vegeta's the smart one. He, he knows that he has to put him down. And Goku was like, Vegeta, what you doing? Like, Vegeta, he's like, Vegeta, you're trying to get rid of the guy that's going to make me stronger than you. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Well, before we before we leave of the fusion dance of Gogeta, I love how Goku is that cocky because Gogeta, sorry, Goku said, we need a name for him. What can we use? Like Goku didn't say that. Gogeta said that. I know, yeah, but I'm saying that, but that's him. That's him being Goku because... No, it's not. That's him being Gogeta. Say, people say, you guys could go leave. They're like, nah, 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 nah. We need a name. Uh, how about this? How about the nah? Gogeta. Okay, now I can go. 
<laughs> I mean, that was fan service for us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. If they, but then if they didn't say their name is Gogeta, everybody would have been mad. I would have yeah, yeah, I, I would have been the name. That's what I'm, that's what I, I'm I saying. That was fan service for us. It was yeah. the show. It was them recognizing that they needed to take the time to identify that we're finally getting Gogeta in canon. Yes. <laughs> like finally, big deal. I was name included. If you're just gonna oh, have to form a no oh, name, I'm gonna have to slap someone. So. We all knew there's no way they were gonna do that. There's oh, no way. <laughs> but Gogeta. Talk about an incredibly powerful character. I will go on record saying that Gogeta is stronger than Vegito. Yes. Oh, I think yeah. so, for sure. They re- it's a stronger fusion. fusion. It is the much stronger fusion. Now, well, before they used to say that the Porter was the strongest fusion. Now, uh, But this confirmed for me that the fusion dance is the strongest fusion of those two. Yes. Yeah, I can't remember her name, but if she, if she didn't make that witch, Broly was dead. Yes. She was dead. Gone. Mm-hmm. Oh, like that move would have killed him. Yeah, and Weiss knew that. <laughs> yeah, we, Yo, like, well, I'm, I'm so glad you brought up Weiss. So I'm glad that we got at least like three seconds oh, of, of Broly it, fighting against Weiss. When that and happened, the theater like, was like, "Oh, the theater was like, oh no, don't yeah, mess with he, him." You could tell Weiss like, was bored out of his mind. He was like jumping was around like, and dodging. Oh. Yay! Sometimes oh, fun. <laughs> Wiz was like, "Oh, you're cute. You guys should do something." Uh, you're a dog. Wiz is on another level. I, like, I, I want to see him fight. Like he's. I think we get that the next season of Super. And then you I, got I hope Vegeta so. coming in front of him and said, uh, no, "I got this. I got uh, this." That's like, okay. Yeah. Oh, you guys are finally working together. Because <laughs> Wiz could have ended it in an instant. So oh, yes. <laughs> That's I why love- I'm like, oh, okay. I love how Gogeta came in and told Frieza, you see? And, and the Frieza was like, who are you? I'm like, um, Goku and Vegeta Fusion. Like, another thing that you guys got over me? Like, yeah. I, that, I did appreciate that. Frieza yeah. was like, God damn it, y'all keep finding ways to get stronger than me. <laughs> it's like, well, you've been dead a long time, Frieza. But I, also, I also love that that was Frieza accepting that he will never be stronger than Goku and Vegeta. Personally, he won't. Mm-hmm. They don't know. They don't know that, but he he knows that he'll never be stronger than him. You know what pisses me off about <laughs> Frieza? Even the whole like him being like a kid. He's like, I'm not no fair. It's like, damn, that's like pretty kiddish to me. Yeah. I mean, he fits his height though, but still. Well, he always well he's always got his way. I feel like yeah. that's a more spoiled attitude than kiddish. Yes, definitely. Yeah. If if Frieza actually trained, he would be insanely powerful. Because oh, re- remember, at the beginning of Super, he trained for a couple months. I think he and he was yeah, Super, he Saiyan, God, Super Saiyan and above. Exactly. He was on the level of Super Saiyan Blue. Like, if he trained as much as Vegeta and Goku trained, it would be in. He would be next level. But that's not that's not in his character, and I do love that. That's the way. That's just the way he is. That's not in his yeah. character. For he's some reason, he still thinks that he's powerful enough, and he doesn't. Exactly. See, he doesn't he need, need to improve. Yep. Like he doesn't get it, but he'll but learn. He, <laughs> he learned the hard way. <laughs> really? but I, still, I, I really want to talk about Gogeta. Go ahead. This that animation for Gogeta was incredible. I was All blown away. Was so smooth and fluid and controlled. I was like, "Wow, this this looks so good." I was like, "I miss Gogeta." Gogeta is so fucking cool. He's so cool. <laughs> like so one thing, it. one thing I really appreciated about the animation too is when you look at the the anime series. When they're fighting really fast, I feel like I feel like they take shortcuts 
and like they take shortcuts with the animation. I felt like this, every, all of the fight scenes were in camera. It was mm-hmm. completely focused. You could Deliberate. see everything at see all everything. times. Yes. Oh, it was so It's, it's not just blurs. Like mm-hmm. it takes you everywhere and it oh, covers everything. Man, just, and then we got to see, we got to see our boy's special move. I saw, I saw that, that soul destroyer. Dude. And I was like, he about to turn, he about to dust his ass. My, <laughs> the theater oh. lost their minds. Yes. <laughs> oh man, I was like that rainbow orb is death. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. done. <laughs> uh, I although I was I was a little surprised that they didn't let them call it the Big Bang Kamehameha at the end. I I was hoping for it. I was hoping for it, but we all knew what it was. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was that was good enough for me. Yeah, just I was like, it, okay, just seeing it be done is amazing, and I love how they say it can only last thirty minutes. It, like it gave you an idea of thirty minutes. It showed you like, mm-hmm. okay, this could last thirty. I was hoping those 30 minutes better not end up. Those 30 minutes better not end up at a close call where somehow he loses. I was Mm -hmm. hoping for not a back Mm -hmm. situation Mm -hmm. with Trunks. I was hoping that. And seeing it where Goku was, sorry, Gogeta was about to win with that last attack when Wiz said, oh, it's about to be over. I was happy that Gogeta was winning. Yeah. Somebody come in, Beers come in, sorry. Uncle Beers come in and take the win. I was happy that. That's a good point, Miguel. Because I mean, they they did it in Super. You know they, what I mean? Like cop outs like that. All the, they've done cop outs like that forever. Yeah. Like Goku's, uh, he was seconds away from finishing Jiren, and mm-hmm. then boom, he lost his Ultra Instinct. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, it makes sense, but I just felt like I mean, come on, just let me see the fight end. Just let Goku us get a, Just let us get a W. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes, just give it balls. to me. Uh, just, just, oh just give God. it to me, and not like be like Vegito's and uh, Zamusa thing either. Like just in the last second, they 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 lost their fusion. They lost. Yeah, they, they, they break the fusion. fusion. I was so worried that that was gonna happen. I was so yeah, worried too. that they were gonna like up. Oh, they ran out of time, and now Broly just like faints, and it's over. I was so worried they were gonna do something whack like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was also secretly in the back of my mind, like, well, if they do bust out a fusion, I guess we get Ultra Instinct? Question <laughs> mark. But that didn't happen, and I'm also glad that that didn't happen. Same here. Yeah, because I mean, save it. You know what I mean? Yes. Like Broly is going to become. I, mean, I really hope that he he joins Goku and and everyone oh, else. Da- he will. Whoever's a staple now. He's a staple now. I think he's going to join the Galactic Patrol. That's what he's going to go do. They're going to go join the Galactic. You think Patrol. so? Yeah, they're going to get recruited that, for that. That girl looks like she's going to be. Become friends with the with Jacko's friend, or with Bomo's friend, the, the Jacko. 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 I feel like yeah. they're gonna become friends, and then she said, "Oh, I have a strong guy to join the force too, Raleigh, the first mm-hmm. Saiyan in the force, mm-hmm. and that's how he's gonna join and become friends with Goku. Because remember, Goku wants to train Raleigh and learn him and, and give him new techniques to learn. And that was mm-hmm. beautiful. The ending homage of how." Like so, in. yeah, the ending. I kind of saw that coming because I was like, okay, so Frieza's people get the Dragon Balls. So we we kind of forgot about that. The Dragon Balls they were got they got gotten they were given to them. And so while Broly's getting whooped on, the girl who was nice to him sees him like getting whooped on and knows that he's probably gonna die, and she don't want to let that happen. So they take the Dragon Balls and they make a wish to save Broly, uh, which I was like, okay. But then for a split second, her the way she worded her wish was save Broly and take him back to the planet where he grew up. And I was like, mm-hmm. hold up. Yeah. I was like, I was thinking about, does that this scene, bring like, back planet Vegeta? Because I was so. No, I mean, one second I was like, Oh, okay. But then I was like, nah, he grew, he actually grew up 
yeah. on the alien planet. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I was gonna say because I mean he didn't grow up mm-hmm. on planet. He Vegeta, was born so. on planet Vegeta. It's yeah. different. Yes, uh, but I was like for a split second I was like, whoa, that could bring in a whole different weird thing for this show my, if they brought back Planet Vegeta. <laughs> my wish, my wish, I hope she said was that give a give a mind to Broly, give him some type of sanity. He already has one. He just needs he to develop one. it. I know, yeah. but yeah. I was hoping for you for Shinra to jump that, like to skip that. Bro. The movies, this the movie is 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 contained, and they can do that just by going from the movie to the show again. Really, that will be like, oh, here we go. <laughs> that's why I was satisfied with the wish. Jump to the planet, and then Goku a couple months or a week later, where that happened, and it was beautifully done. That's why I enjoyed the outcome of what happened, and with Goku giving them a house, giving them food, and coming mm-hmm. here. Hey, I'm gonna come here frequently to to fight Brawly. I hope you found that. Okay, I found that. Goodbye. I mean, they weren't really fine with it because they still don't. They still think that Goku's a bad guy, and I'm like, Goku's just a dumb dude who likes to fight strong people. They don't know I that don't, yet. I don't think Broly thinks that though. I no, think Broly, I don't. Broly knows. He, he also has the mind of a Saiyan that just wants to fight to become he better. He wants to get stronger because Broly, Broly sees Broly Goku like, as a true opponent. Exactly. Well, that and remember, smiled at Goku when, too. When Goku had him trapped in his key, the God Key. He showed him everything that they had done. Essentially, he gave him the flashbacks. That was him communicating with Broly. That wasn't just us seeing it. He was showing Broly that. Really? So yeah. I think yes. I so I think that. Class, but thank you. I think I think Broly I understood. It's just that his dad explained that when Broly gets like this, he doesn't know how to control it yet, mm-hmm. and yeah. so he's just a mindless fighting machine. Essentially, the, the, what I really liked why... about that was that Goku had a heart. Like I, I seen oh, your Goku eye. always not, does. You're not that yeah. kind of person. You're not really. That, that kind of killer. You're Beautiful not speech. Like, that toys yeah. this kind of fight. The, the joke I mean, I made. He's tried to redeem Frieza how many, so times, many times? Now? Like, well, remember that's what that's what Vegeta was berating him for in the beginning of the movie. It's like idiot. you trusted him and brought him back to life. One of the most murderous things we've ever encountered. You brought it back to life and gave it free will. Thanks, Kill our Goku, own race, moron. Yeah, <laughs> our own race, and you still brought back to uh, life. But no, I, I love the joke. It was like Goku used friendship on him with the God Key, and it failed. <laughs> he got punched in the mouth. <laughs> what was funny was that that wish uh, ca- kind of continued too. When when the moment when Bulma explained that she wanted to be five years younger because of the whole Dragon Balls and stuff like that, Goku was like was questioning Vegeta. Why would Vegeta want to be immortal? I mean, you're gonna eventually get sick of being losing all the time and shit like that. Well, Frieza yeah. basically said that itself. Yeah, and then when it transitioned to Frieza, like, no, 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 I don't want to be immortal. Oh, do you want to be uh, nullified from physical damage? Nah, that'd be boring. And then you have some assistant lady. Oh, you want to grow taller? It's like, <laughs> but that also tells me how unimportant the Dragon Balls have become. Yes, Let's think about this. That's the very Dragon true. Balls used to be the end all be all. They, well, they when you have the planet over those, balls, I mean, exactly. That's what I'm saying. They've made the the regular scale Dragon Balls. They're not. They're they're chump change now. You know, we'll use those. <laughs> when we need to bring someone back to life. Which Brilliant now I feel like they have a secret the way of doing that without those. Now I don't know. It's weird. Uh, I kind of feel like the Dragon Balls don't really have as much weight as they used to but yeah with those super dragon balls that can bring back multiple universes yeah i mean that's that's evolution and Uh what i wanted to talk about next is when you think about broly's current level right before the movie ended Mm -hmm. and the fact that goku is going to train him can you imagine how powerful broly is going to become and when you think about power yeah and when you think about how powerful he's going to become can you imagine how powerful the next antagonist is? That's what I'm be? about to say. That means the next person has to be 
like three steps more ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, which is which is insane to think about. And that's I why- still think it's a war of the angels, and that's why we have this ridiculous gap because the angels are insanely strong and like no, to a point where they just scale to unmeasurable levels. I think it's one of the planets that, sorry, one of the universes that we didn't see get to fight because they said that they're stronger, and I want to see maybe they're gonna try to be some type of rebel or something. That's why I'm hoping maybe Goku knows something like that's coming. That's why he wants to train Broly and get him into the um one of the top ten strongest in in Universe Seven. I mean, I really don't think we see much of Broly going forward. Like I'm telling you, I'm sure he joins that Galactic Patrol unit and that gets him out of the picture. So he's not that thing that they can just that trump card they can just call when they need something yeah. uh to make it, you know, useful. And then yeah, we do see people from those other universes. But I I am still a firm believer that the Grand Priest is evil. He has evil intentions. And we're going to find out those plans. And now that they've been ruined, what he's going to do now to get what he wanted in the first place. That's like, Ray, right. you and I think alike a lot, dude. I've been mm-hmm. saying that ever since I saw the Tournament of Power. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't like you. He's evil. I don't like you for some reason. He's evil. He's very evil. He definitely shows it, but it's hard, not hard to believe that. It's just that that's Wiz's father, and Wiz respects his father. And I feel like... I don't see. Like, I mean, I respect uh, my dad too until I found out he was evil. <laughs> hey, hey, it's possible. I'm not saying you and James are wrong. I'm just saying the Grand Priest looks like he respects the the two little kids. Um, what was the name? I think the he two hates little Zeno. kids. He hates Zeno, the god hates of everything. <laughs> hey, he hates. Zeno. I mean, wouldn't you? He's essentially a little kid mm-hmm. that, that can wipe babysit. out entire universes with a thought. With- <laughs> with a thought. And he has to babysit. That's a great point. And so he hates him. I know he does. And he's been trying to figure out a way to get rid of him and assume that position. I, I feel it in my balls. And I, I know it's there. Dragon balls? No. <laughs> uh, now the Grand Priest has another Zeno because of what Goku did. He brought two. Now he's, there's two of them. And that's what I'm saying. So the hate intensifies. <laughs> You know what? I am actually trying to prove your point, which I don't know how I'm doing that now. Damn. Because it's a good point. I'm just saying. I mean, but, um, I would love to do. see that. That's not, like angels are like the most above above. Eventually, mm-hmm. you're gonna have to ca- you're gonna try to catch up to them to really fight him. Like, and they're not gonna like that on. at all. They're like, wait a minute, we got people who are above the gods that we're fighting that like, we keep in check, and now they're catching up to us. Hmm. Hmm. That's something right. So it'll be interesting. Something, they have a lot of room to do a lot of cool stuff. Something, they really uh, do. something I want to add before we go is the Uncle Beers was not much in this movie, but he was a good comedic relief because at the end he was still taking care of Baby Bola and just there watching the sunset. And be like, oh, seems like everything was supposed to end this way. Like, yeah, he was paying attention to everything. Oh, way. he knew what was happening because you know, Iberus does. He has grown to care about Earth and the people on Earth, and at least the people that he's with right now. He's he's not that heartless god of destruction that we met Plus, initially. He's an uncle. I mean, yes, he was forced to be an uncle. <laughs> I love that Boba was so quick to leave her baby to go on an adventure. I was like, like here you go. Bye. I was like, you can tell that she's somebody who's not been out of the house in a long time. That's a real parent right there. Like, hey, hold up. You watch this baby. I'll be back. <laughs> but um, I want to get, um, I want each of you guys to give me like just your overall thoughts on the movie in general. Like final thoughts on the movie. Usually, Who wants to go first? usually I go first. I'm going to continue this t- trend. 
as a Dragon Ball fan, not a Dragon Ball nostalgic person and everything, um, I get things from my brother who put me on the series and I um, always watch reruns, but I hated Planet Dynamic of how much filler freaking episodes it took for that to happen. I never loved the series, but I was a fan. Dragon Ball Super Brawly made me appreciate the purity that it could be what it could be of Dragon Ball. And hopefully it continues in this direction. If it doesn't go, I would be kind of sad, but hopefully it does. And Akira Toyama does the fandom right. Could be wrong, but hopefully it does. Because Dragon Ball Super Brawly made me love the series a lot. And this was a great fucking goddamn year to start the anime movies of this year okay you ready you want to go first or you want me to go uh, next oh go ahead yeah okay well I, oh, uh, Dragon Ball I wasn't that huge either fan but I know what it, I've grown up with it watched it as well back to back with all my other cartoons as well I do love the score of this movie because it was fantastic and I know a lot of people didn't really like the music, but I kind of did like the music on my side. It, it, I mean, like, it still hyped me up. It still got me in that good beat higher. The music was lit. <laughs> I, 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 I liked okay. it. I liked it because it literally piped you up, get you pumped, and then got you ready for that fight to go see. And that, that's, it did its job. It, and then there was some remix to the old older songs as well. And it worked the animation was beautiful it was so colorful the whole breaking dimensions in time like wow I, I think it's a fantastic movie and that would put me in that top number one all dragon best dragon ball movie of all time and i don't think anything could compare to it, even that nothing's touching that so i have that nostalgic you know feel for dragon ball dragon ball z uh now super has been amazing uh, this to me was an evolution of this series. Uh, it took a, a good jump into what this anime can be in the future is that it can have all the hype and beautiful fights, but now it can also have a decent story in tale. Uh, I hope that they decide to want to keep telling this caliber of story. I mean, it's still not the best story in the world, but it's so much better than it's been. Uh, we deserve this. <laughs> like this movie was phenomenal. Like I said, the the animation was great. The characterization of all the characters that we got was actually pretty spot on. It was good. Like I, I like the changes that they made. Uh, I I like that they kind of planted their flag and making sure that we know that this is canon. Gogeta being here is a statement, and he made a statement. That character is crazy powerful, and I loved it. Like they. They went over the top in the best way. Uh, a lot of these other movies have had cop-out endings um, that just kind of made them seem irrelevant to everything else, and they knew that. This one, they were like, nah, nah, nah. This one counts, and uh, we're using this going forward, and I really appreciate them respecting us as fans and an audience for this movie. It was a good time. Uh, I would love to see this again and have this DVD in my house as soon as possible. Likewise. <laughs> yeah. For me, like, Dragon Ball was one of the first anime I ever watched as a kid. You know, I remember rushing home so I can watch Dragon Ball on Toonami. And it it was everything to me. I loved Goku. I loved Vegeta. Like I mentioned before, the, the Frieza saga is pretty much my, my favorite arc of Dragon Ball besides the, the, the tournament of power. And I just loved everything 
about this film. It took everything that I loved about Dragon Ball, all of the callbacks. I thought the animation was absolutely phenomenal. Definitely the best animation in all of Dragon Ball. The fight sequences, like we mentioned before, were incredibly choreographed. It was all in focus, in camera. You got to see it all. We got to see some new techniques. Dragon Ball has been running for so long, and it's so nice to see something new and refreshing with these new techniques, the the new way to animate the the power-ups, like getting to see Gogeta being finally canon, getting to see Super Saiyan 4 become canon in a new way. This was an origin story of Broly, and I, I love the fact that we got some we got some Bardock, we got to see Goku's mom. I felt like this film paid homage to everything that came before. It was a great standalone film and it sets us up for something really interesting that's gonna come later on with the next arc of Super and I'm just over the moon over the moon about this film and I absolutely love it. Like Sam said, definitely the best Dragon Ball film ever. Period. No, no question. Agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So oh, if you God. if you have to give it a grade, what would you guys give it? Uh, we, oh, this this we. I would love to give it a letter. And yeah, let's do let's do letter grades. What would you what would you give it, Ray? Uh this is getting a, a solid A for me. Like this was everything it needed to be to be fun and interesting to watch. And I feel like it was also easier for people who don't really know much about Dragon Ball to come in and actually enjoy. Agreed. Uh, I took I took my wife, who's only like kind of partially seen some Dragon Ball and she enjoyed it. She had a good time. It was, it's an enjoyable movie. My girlfriend loved the film and she's, um, the, the only bad thing she says because we were, we were a good 10 minutes late to the movie, but she said that she loved the film as her first Dragon Ball film and her first anime film that she has seen in a while. She loved it. And I was surprised because she's not, she's very picky with anime and my girlfriend truly enjoyed this and I was happy as, as a boyfriend who like does anime as a job to do this and everything, and I was very satisfied that she enjoyed it. Yeah, and a grade? Yeah, what's your grade? Oh, my grade is a solid A. Um, I don't give it A+, plus, but definitely A. Well, I, definitely this movie deserves this A, because Akira Toriyama literally did the, did the most ultimate job into this movie, and we continue this pace and continue this yeah. follow-on. I mean, after you make this movie, you already know there's hope. There's so much hope for the next one to be similarly to be just like it and make it one one step better. And that's how you're gonna increase your profits in with merchandise and franchise and everything like that. And I can't like I would love to see that. I'm like wanna buy not just the DVD but like action figures as well right now for this. That's and that's a big statement. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's huge. Yeah, I would I would give it an A as well. Like I'm definitely buying it on Blu-ray. I'm definitely buying any figures that I can get my hands on of Broly cuz I thought his new design was incredible. So I thought it was better. Oh my yeah, god. I thought just, they they took so well. what worked and then they they made it even better. You know what I mean? But um I feel like we could talk about Dragon Ball forever and I would love to have a do another episode just talking about our predictions for the new season but i love talking to you guys like doing anime podcasts with you guys is always so much fun again i feel like we could talk for hours about this kind of stuff but Mm -hmm. i just wanted to say thank you guys so much again for joining me and go ahead and 
you know, give me some plugs, whatever you guys wanted to plug. Go ahead. Well, usually I go first. I'm going to continue, like, like always. Um, guys, uh, follow me on Twitter and IG at legend underscore D underscore Vash. And also follow the anime lately um, on YouTube, IG, Twitter, everything we have, everything reviewing anime, manga, and Western animation related. We are reviewing the mu- the movie, the non-spoiler review is, uh, is already up. So check it out. We're fun. We're geeky. And we love anime manga. So check it out. <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Sam the Manga Man. Not Mega Man. It's Manga Man. So Sam the Manga Man. Now nah, I wish it was Mega Man. Dang. Missed opportunity. <laughs> uh, anyway, you can follow me on Twitter and Twitch at Ray Apollo. That's R-A-Y-A-P-O-L-L-O. And it's just Ray Apollo. Like the Creed, not a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you guys can, of course, follow me um, all over social media at Careful for Spoilers. Make sure to check out the website where you can get the links to the social media. You can get links to this podcast, um, my Damn It Berry podcast, and the Careful for Spoilers podcast. Again, guys, thank you so much for listening. I love doing this podcast with these guys. And we're going to have a lot more stuff planned for you guys in the future. So thank you so much for joining us. And if you want to find out what we're going to talk about next, find out next week on No Anime, No Life podcast. Thank you guys for joining me. Have a good day. (laughs) 